Welcome to the Pool Nation podcast, where it's all pool talk. And we ain't talking about netting and jetting or splashing and dashing. We're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. We talk about the latest products, trends, and training in the pool industry. Now let's welcome your host with over a decade of industry insider experience and still the reigning champion of Marco Polo, Edgar De Jesus, and his co-host, John J.J. Flawless, the fastest netter in the West, and Zach the Pool Boy Nicholas. Welcome, everyone, to the Pool Nation Live podcast. I am your host, Edgar De Jesus, and yes, I am the reigning champion of Marco Polo, along with John J.J. Flawless, the fastest netter in the West, and the famous Zach, the pool boy, Nicholas. Today, we're talking to Steve Barnes and Todd Pieri with Aquastar Pool Products. Excited to have you guys back in studio. Well, Steve, for the first time. Yes. Todd, welcome back. We want to welcome everyone to the live podcast, the podcast where it's all pool talk. And we ain't talking about netting and jetting and splashing and dashing. We're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. And yes, we will talk about the latest products, trends, and training in the pool industry. But before we do that, we want to thank our sponsors for this podcast, Ultimate Pool Tools, the SPPA, Blu-ray XL, Aquastar Pool Products, Natural Chemistry, Raypack, and Heritage Pool Supply. We want to thank them for their continued support. Zacharias, good evening. How are you? I'm dragging a little bit today. It's that hangover you got. I know. Todd and Steve cut me out way too late last <laughs> night. Uh, Leslie, he was drinking, by the way, just to give you a heads up. He, <laughs> he was, was drinking. drinking water. He was drinking. Yeah. <laughs> he was drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> True that. <laughs> yeah. And then we ran it a little close on time getting here. I haven't been able to do my beard prep. So I'm just, I'm a hot mess right now. <laughs> so, Mr. JJ, just to let you know, we went to the same Italian place, the Gallo Negro, and he had a cappuccino before dinner and he had a cappuccino oh after dinner. He didn't control that caffeine intake. He can drink five Red Bulls in a row and have no problem, but give him one cappuccino after dinner and he's up all night. I can only imagine. I think the second one may have been a bad choice. Mr. Flawless, how are you? We miss you, brother. Like... I feel way out of place right now being over here, remote, doing the podcast. I wish I was there in the studio. And I was talking to Janie earlier and I was like, it feels a little weird, man, that I'm going to be doing this kind of remote thing because I'm so used to being there when we have our guests. But unfortunately, I had some things that came up that needed my presence here and I couldn't do it remotely. So I had to, unfortunately, dial in remotely. But I'm here and it's kind of weird, I'll be honest, because I can't see you. And I can hear you, but I can't see you. And I don't know if that's you can't, a good thing you or a can, bad you can't thing. See me or everybody? I can't see you. I can see everybody else. Oh, and I'm actually stoked because you're welcome. <laughs> but you know why that is, right? Because Spider says we can only have so many people, and there's one yeah. odd man out. And I just want you yeah. to let you know that. Spider does this to me every time. He doesn't rotate between us. It's no. every time Edgar is out. I'm going to give a crap about Edgar. So I'm actually happy maybe that I didn't show so I can get through this podcast without looking at you. That's my gift to you, John. <laughs> Thanks, Spider. I appreciate you, brother. And by the way, Mr. Flawless, Mr. Zacharias has just been an absolute struggle. He has. For two reasons. One, he stayed up late last night, but guess what he did all night last night? Instead of drinking alcohol or doing anything, guess what he did stay up doing? 
Well, he did just, write notes and brainstorming. Yep. Yep. So he, he came up with the new master yep, plan. Yep. Dude, dude, I love that, dude. <laughs> Steve's fault. Yeah. Dude, I can totally see it. Todd uh, finally sure. called it. He's yeah. I'm out of here. Uh, yeah. They were going way down the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. We oh, got started I, again I, today and got the hook hooked twice. <laughs> we had to shut totally it down. Imagine. You got to stay focused. You right. Lock in. Uh, Todd locked it down. Todd was like, uh, okay, you two, you got, you two need to stop. Man. I don't know. I thought we were very focused yeah, on we each good. other. Yeah. Not yeah. what you were trying to do. <laughs> We were looking for another room for you guys. <laughs> Conference room. Sure, <laughs> whatever. Whatever floats your boat, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whatever you're into. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to set down the shovel. <laughs> yeah. Steve, how are you? I am doing amazing. Couldn't be happier than to be here. Thank you so much. We are super excited to have you here. So you've been in Studio A before, but we hadn't had a chance to have you on the podcast. And so we're definitely super excited to have you here. I am going to do a disclaimer to the people that are listening. We're probably going to go down a couple rabbit holes and we're probably going to geek out. Just like when I picked up Todd and Steve, John, I don't know if you noticed, I went into the hotel. They're both on the phone. I come in. I just wave at each one of them. He's talking pool geek talk over there. Steve's going down his rabbit hole over on the other side. And I don't know if you saw the posts on Instagram, but it was like, it was about 10 minutes before they stopped doing the pool geek talk before I was able to go, hey, what's up, guys? Got to support those customers. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So, Todd, how you doing? I'm doing amazing. So happy to be here. We have so many great things going on and spending time with you guys is always incredible. I always learn something when I come out and get to spend time with you guys. So this is amazing. You learn what not to do, right? Because that's... Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. You use what you like and you throw yeah, away the rest. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Right? That's what I always used to say before. I go, look, some things don't make sense to you or you won't do it that way. I go, sometimes the most beneficial thing you can get out of like training with somebody or spending time with somebody is learning what not to do sometimes. I know Edgar is full of bad habits. Yeah, and I'm sorry you had to, I'm, me and you here. Yeah, I, I don't, and I'm sorry you had to deal with that without me. My apologies. Yeah, let's not let this happen again. Next yes, time I won't we're let here, it happen please. again. It won't <laughs> happen again. Thank you. Yep. I'm okay with John not being here because now we have the excuse. It's not our fault. Yes. We were left unsupervised. Yeah, exactly right. Look, every time you guys were talking, you guys were somewhere eating and stuff, and I was getting jealous a little bit. I was a little jealous, man, because you know how it is with me and food. I'm like, damn it, man. I wish I was there eating with the guys. I know we followed your roadmap. That's for sure. Oh, for sure. Everywhere Perry, we went, it was like, Perry, and yeah. Perry's was on the list, just to let you know. Oh. Oh man. oh, man. And they went big. All right. They ordered well. the most expensive thing off the menu in your honor. But we decided not to post pictures. Good. Anyways. But look, I'm excited. Let's get this thing going yeah, because I get think we have a lot of good information that we got to talk about here. And I'm excited to talk about Aquastar and obviously some of the products that they came out with, especially the pipeline filter and what they have in the pipeline. No pun no intended. intended. <laughs> yeah. Or pun um, intended. So it's I unavoidable. Do, I do want to do one disclaimer first. So it's on the record. I do want to apologize to John because I was so caught up in the podcast with Aquastar and all that. We changed our time to two o'clock in the afternoon today. And I actually oh, told him last night at night, it was like nine o'clock at night, our time. So I apologize, John. That was my bad. I own it. It's okay. It's okay. And you literally almost devastated Thalia, my daughter, because we're going out to Riverside. We're taking off to Riverside after we're done with the podcast because there's a car that she wants and she da 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 da, and they have everything set up. And I was like, oh, it's okay. But we made the move. Everything's good. And here we are. All right. Let's rock and roll. Perfect. All right. Let's get the show on the road. And uh, I'm going to let you take it away. For real? Yep. Let's do it. 
No. You don't want to? Okay. All right. Before we get started, I want to talk about the Full Nation like Boot Camp. Right See, we're right on track. I thought he was going to jump right over to Todd, but he missed our I cue. Gonna like, yeah. I was going to be like, Zach's really going to jump in? I'm like, yeah, what? So. Let's go. Anyways, before we get started, we want to talk about the Pool Nation Boot Camp, and we want to do that. Obviously, Aquastar is a partner with us, and they're going to be doing two classes up at the International Pool and Spa Show. We're also going to be doing them over at the Pool Boys headquarters. So the hands-on training is going to be Sunday, November 12th. And what you're going to want to do is get out there, people, and book your hotels and book your flights. Some of the prices have come down. So we didn't book our VRBO. We waited a little bit and we just paid $1,000 less. And I think everybody was really aggressive at the beginning with the prices. And you're starting to see that, that it's not as busy in the days before the Formula One. So prices are really starting to come down. So get out there, book your hotels. I checked some of the flights. They were pretty expensive. It was like 360 for me to go and come back, which was not bad at all. And we are going to be doing a variable speed pump class. We're going to be doing an ozone class at the International Pool and Spa Show. So as soon as registration opens, what you're going to want to do is register through the show website, and then you're going to see that you're going to be able to take these classes. The one thing that I do want to say is we're going to do these next year, but there is going to be a cost to doing the boot camp next year. So this first year, that boot camp is 100% free. So take advantage of it, people. Get out to the international show this year so that you can get all that training for free. And we're doing some literal hands-on where you're going to be cutting conduit, stripping wires, connecting to different automations and doing all that kind of stuff. And we definitely want to thank you guys because again, we go to our sponsors, right? We come with all these dreams. And then at the end of the day, we tell them, oh, by the way, you got to take the equipment there. You got to pay for your hotels. You got to do the training and for free. So we appreciate your support big time. And we know that it's a big thing to get out to Vegas and do all that training, but we're excited to have a lot of the pool guys and pool girls out there and teach them from the ground up. It's not just that, but it's going there and what's following the dream that we all talk about coming together as a nation of pool pros and knowing that this boot camp isn't just one manufacturer, right? We're used to doing these hands-on trainings when we go via one manufacturer, whether it's Pentair, whether it's Jandy, whether it's Hayward or whoever it may be, where this one is a collaboration amongst multiple manufacturers that are coming together to teach this to better the industry and knowing that, hey, look, we're all ultimately on the same team and we're all fighting for the same cause. So that is pretty friggin' amazing in my opinion. And it is going to be an all around learning where it's not going to only be like, I'm coming here just to learn about only pumps. You're going to be learning about pretty much everything on the pad and you're going to have people there. It's going to be a smaller class purposely and it's going to be a more intimate environment where you're going to have multiple instructors and people there able to answer questions and help you out and be able to guide you through some certain situations that you might be going through because there's not necessarily a one size approach fits all in every backyard. And we come across certain things that are different that the textbook or the manual doesn't really talk about. And we're going to be able to be there to help guide you with certain situations so that you can become a better technician. And I strongly urge anybody who's in the area to jump in and take advantage of this because it will be 100% free and it's going to be a quality learning for everybody. So make sure you check that out. So let's go ahead and dive into this. And a lot of people know you guys, Todd, you've been on here before, but for the people that don't know who you are, can you tell us a bit about yourself and your role at Aquastar? I was born in the Midwest, went to college in the Midwest, graduated in 2000. I moved to Florida for two years to pursue my first career. That lasted just two years. 
moved to Southern California and found myself working in distribution in 2003. Did that until 2010. Saw the opportunity that was happening at Aquastar and gave the owners a call and said, hey, I'd love to be a part of it. And they hired me on at the time as the Southern California sales manager, morphed into the state, the West Coast, national vice president of sales, and then most recent position, the COO of the company. So I've been with the company for 13 years now. That's absolutely amazing. And you pretty much have spent pretty much your whole life in the the pool industry, right? Not prior to... The story is I walked into my first interview in the pool industry. It was actually my third. I had been passed on to the vice president and I'd sat down and he had told me all his accomplishments. He'd worked with Midas. He'd worked in all these high power positions. And when he interviews somebody, he knows if you're BSing, so don't BS him. And then his first question to me was, what do you know about pools? And I said, I've swam in one before. And (laughs) the rest is history. And literally, yeah, nothing to do with the pool industry prior to then. Yeah. So what a great training ground that I was able to spend seven years with the company I was with as they had resources like crazy to be able to train and prepare you for a career. That's awesome. Hey, Steve, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. First, pleasure to be here. Yeah, I was born in Arizona, hot Arizona. And I started in the pool industry in 1984 as a 19-year-old as a swimming pool lab technician for an in-floor cleaning system in Scottsdale, Arizona, and was there for 13 years off on my own for a little bit, and then went to another in-floor cleaning system. And then that's when the whole world broke loose relative to the Virginia Graham Baker. Actually, it was year 2002 before that, but the whole entrapment thing was breaking out. 2005, variable speed pumps come out, and we're starting to deal with that from an in-floor. How do you deal with variable speeds? in the pool equipment world. And then because of everything that was going on between the variable speed and the VGB Act and all of that, I ended up making a move to Pentair from Paramount. It was a mutually agreed thing. Was there for almost 10 years, but I wanted back in the lab. And then so I've been talking to Olaf. I met Wade, his partner. Before that, we knew each other back at Caretaker Systems started Pebble Tech. And so Mm -hmm. that's where we knew each other. And I was the lab guy kind of thing, but then was wanting his own lab. We'd had some troubles (laughs) in the industry relative to some of how products were tested out of manufacturer's control. And with my background with three labs at that point where we were trying to control our own destiny, that was something he wanted. And I was like, okay, so what are we doing? What's the budget? He says, I want a world class lab. What's the budget? I want a world-class lab. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I'm in. (laughs) And now... It's a world-class lab. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty cool. (laughs) And so now it's even ISO certified by NSF that allows us to do a lot of our own product testing. So not only do we know we control our own destiny, we know it's meeting very rigorous standards. And But... Even before that, a mission thing for me that I think might help people understand me is I was very fortunate that as a nine-year-old, they built a swimming pool in South Scottsdale, Arizona. We didn't have a lot of money because it all went in the swimming pool. But the amazing thing about that is I ditched school as a nine-year-old to watch them dig it, to lay it out, to the piping, the steel, I for weeks, the whole time. And I thought I was getting away here. I'm a nine-year-old showing up at school at 11, and I never got in trouble. Turns out they knew. The school knew. They were eyes on. And I was so worried about getting caught 
that I took my grades to straight A's and they were like, whatever's good, let them do it. (laughs) I've always been fascinated with the mechanical side. It had an in-floor cleaning system in it. And so as a nine-year-old, then when I got older and was responsible for the pool, I actually started working on the in-floor cleaning systems and pumps. So when I started in 2000 as a 19-year-old, I was working with a PhD and other engineers. I knew more than they did. And then so I was just in my element. Love it. And when I hit on, he glossed over the lab pretty quick. It's pretty (laughs) incredible. Honestly, he and our engineers designed a wind tunnel for water. And we know how important wind tunnels are in our world. The lab is incredible. It's afforded us to do what we've done with the new products we've come out with relative to hydraulics and efficiency and making things better for the service professional. So it's an incredible lab. I had the privilege on the VGB Act when NASA had an agreement to support the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission on Suction Entrapment Avoidance. We were doing a bunch of research north of Huntsville, Alabama. So I worked with literal rocket scientists in there. I was in their lab for they, the NIST calibration primary standard where they were testing flow meters and all of that. So I learned a lab view. Not I didn't learn it. I was exposed to these amazing tools. So when we said world class, I was like, I know world class. <laughs> and, and world I'll class. give you world class. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> and it's pretty cool. We can do 1,500, not to geek out, but that's what I do, 1,500 gallons a minute and hold it plus or minus a half gallon a minute in that lab. That is just crazy accurate. Boom. I'm waiting for John whoa, to just whoa, explode whoa. over there. First, why haven't I been there? You uh, know what I mean? Let's I was going to say something pictures to Todd. Or it's not real. Show, show me <laughs> pictures or it's not real. But in all reality, I want to talk to all our listeners out there and everybody's going, okay, we're talking about this lab and kind of this and this and that. Okay, kind of geeky stuff here. But the reality is, this is the reason why. One, because of the people behind it. Two, because of the equipment and the resources available to them, right? And then they have a vision. And because of that, and having all these things, this state-of-the-art lab and being able to run these tests and have this dream and vision, you're able to create something like, you know, what I want to talk about is the pipeline filter, right? And what you guys did to literally change the industry as far as, and we talked about this about a year ago, over a year ago. Actually, Um, John. Yeah. I sent it to Todd. I got the memories today. They were here exactly one year ago today. See, unbelievable. It's weird. So think about this. So look how it's happened. And we were talking about a product and I can tell you, I've spoke to many people about it when it first came out. And a lot of people said, why are you so passionate about this? You guys always talk about, we don't peddle products. That's not our MO. That's not what we do. I go, but what we will do is when we find something that is innovative, and can actually help and change the industry and better everybody, then it's our responsibility and duty to get that information out and to allow the boys and girls and the men and women that are out there in the industry accessibility or understanding or education on this new product that's there for them. We did that with the pipeline filter and it's so beautiful to see that people have caught on and they've gotten over that mountain that we talked about, which was everybody thinks size matters the most, right? Or size is king. Or, hey, how is a 250-square-foot filter going to compare with a 580-square-foot filter or 420, right? Or 460 or whatever it may be. It just doesn't make any sense. The bigger the square footage, the better the filter. When in reality, that's not it. And not only that, but being able to create something that is hydraulically efficient, that's able to save money, one, takes a smaller footprint. And then also, it is 
extremely safe or the most safe filter that you can possibly buy, which we all know that everybody has horror stories or we've had people that have been hurt and have died from it, yet we haven't had any movement for decades. And then Aquastar being able to go out there and actually, you know what, we want to do something and we're going to David versus Goliath. And I think you guys, and hopefully you can see it too, but social media, Instagram, Facebook, all I see now are guys and gals out there putting in pipeline filters. It's because they actually get to see it and they live it and they can see what benefits that it brings to them. And it's just pretty amazing. And I want to say thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. And I know everybody else that I've talked to truly appreciate it because not only did you guys create a great product, but it was something that has bettered our lives as service guys and gals out there because it truly makes our jobs easier. And it helps us sell or give a solution to a client that says, hey, look, not only is this a more efficient and better filter system, but it's also a safer filter system for you and your families. I just want to say thank you for that. And I can't wait to talk about the new products that you guys have coming out. And one of the sleepers, and it's been out for a while, is your guys' variable speed pump. And we're going to get into that today and talk about it. And hopefully we're going to touch a little bit on some of the other products that you guys have down the pipeline. But I just wanted to get that out there and say, truthfully, it has definitely been a game changer. And I know that word has been thrown out a lot lately, but it is what it is, right? And there's no blowing smoke up. Nobody's behind when it comes down to your guys's filter. It delivered. You guys aren't talking, actually delivered. And having stuff like that, like your state-of-the-art lab and be able to create all that product, do the research, go back and forth and change things and do whatever you want all here in the United States in one laboratory is it helps you guys be able to achieve that. So I just wanted to say thank you for that. I just want to say, John, so you're talking about people throwing out the word game changer a lot, but it's been tried to be mentioned a lot since you guys really came in and changed the game with that filter. Yeah, for sure. But that's what we need. One thing I always preach before and it drove me crazy is that the one thing that kills any industry or any business is complacency. And it just good enough is good enough. And it's not. In order for us to get better, we need to sometimes take a chance. And I get it. Big companies have a hard time doing that. And there's a lot of risk for little reward is how bigger corporations look at things like that. Like why I've been creating this filter for 30 (laughs) plus years. Why am I going to change it? We're still selling it. Right. And all we're doing, it's a difference between brand loyalty pretty much before when it came down to a filter. Now it's actually, you can look at it, it's like specifications, right? And there's so much more than just which brand is which brand, which brand I want to go with. They're all the same. And to take that chance and to stick your neck out like you guys did was pretty ballsy, but I think it's paid off. And not only for you guys and building your name and your reputation, not because you've been around, you guys have done wonderful things for the industry as far as like drain skimmers, stuff like that, fittings, but coming down to the pad and actually impacting that pad or service professional, not so much only pure builder, right? Because that's what you guys really did was more towards the builder side of it, not really the service professional. And now getting into this game, you guys are turning into a company that we appreciate. And I think we're looking for, we can't wait to see what you guys have to offer. So anyways, I'm going to stop talking about it. But <laughs> No, we so, appreciate it. Yeah, we're true. afforded the pleasure of working for an owner that from the beginning was driven by the industry feedback. And he saw the need for many things on the white goods side that would enhance the product for the homeowner and for the installer, 
relative to fixing leaks. Like we from every part of our catalog has an influence from the industry in it. And you're right, we've been in the space, not so much the builder, but the applicator for the most part. Lots of fittings, lots of drain covers, skimmers, and preparing these products in a way that has water stops on them. So we eliminate those leaking points. And that all came from the field. That all came from us going out, the owner going out and finding out where those pain points were. And yeah, we haven't been necessarily in the service space for a significant amount of time yet. But when we decided to jump in, we went out and asked the service pros, what do you want? And of course, footprint was the big thing when we start talking about the filter, but then safety was massive. It was number one on Barnes list. He's like, we're not moving forward unless we fix the safety issues. And that's the, Olaf is such a visionary and he trusts his employees so much to bring the right information back from the field and implement it into our products. And you see it every page you go through our catalog, there is some kind of influence from the industry in there. And that's why I think we're successful. No, for sure. Look, and again, I want to be very clear to everybody out here and I go, look, it's not us or me gushing over this. I truly mean this. When I say that complacency destroys an industry or a business, we get too comfortable with it. And having somebody like Aquastar jump in and do something like that lights a fire up the butts of the big three and the manufacturers, and it gets them to start thinking and changing and start and create more innovative products, right? And in turn, everybody starts to benefit from it. If this was Pentair that did it, or if this was Jandy that did it, or if this was Hayward that did it, we'd be singing the praises of them regardless because they stepped up to the plate to do it. But in reality, the people that did was you guys, and you guys deserve your kudos for that. And I appreciate it because you built a product that that is one, more profitable for us, that is better for the customer, saves the customer money, that is safe for the client and in the backyard and saves us so much time in the backyard. It is unbelievable. I love when I have to service. We all get backed up on filter cleans. And when I have my pipeline filters that we have to clean, they're a breeze, bro. And it's not like we charge any less for them. We still do what we have to do to clean them and take care of them, but they're much easier to take care of and do. Again, I just want to say thank you guys for that. I really appreciate it. And it's nice to see that it's really catching on and wish you guys much success. So you don't like the pipeline filter. (laughs) I love the pipeline filter, man. I'm telling you. I absolutely love it, dude. Because look, filter cleans suck, man. And it sucks putting filters in. And God, I... Draining out them damn tubs and those drain plugs. Jandy, bless her heart for finally coming out with a better drain plug. But still, those belly bands are garbage to deal with that drain plug underneath the manifold. And God, we've been talking about that for God knows how long, and they wouldn't do anything about it. It's just garbage. And then all the fiberglass and crap. And then I, it was just terrible. I didn't enjoy doing it. I think so, John was so, drinking the Kool-Aid yeah. last night. Yeah, it wasn't even there. So, so <laughs> other filters bad, pipeline good. <laughs> no, for sure. It is. It is. It really is. And I'm honest when I say this. If it was Jandy that made it, I'd be doing the same thing. It's just you guys stepped up to the plate and made it happen. And it's much appreciated. And I could tell you that everybody that I've spoken to about the filters that we've talked about and got them to try it out and use it, they've had nothing but great things. And they've continued to say, that's all I'm ever putting in our pipeline filters. When we go into the backyard, you usually see the biggest problem is when you go into the backyard is trying to find out what's the easiest solution for us to put it in because we're busy, right? And it's hard to sometimes go, hey, look, I'm going back there and there's a clean and clear back there. What's the easiest filter for me to put in to put another clean and clear because I don't have to do any plumbing. 
literally, I don't have to do it. I just take it out and do whatever I need to do, pop the old one back in, and then it's good to go. If, in order for me to have to change or to replumb or to sell a customer on a different color unit based off of the rest of their equipment or whatever it may be, it's a little bit more work for most of the guys and gals out there. But when it is so worth it, it makes it worth it. So we have no problem doing it. And anytime I can possibly put a pipeline filter and that's what we're doing. And I know Zach, you do the same thing too, right? Yeah. It is what it is. It's just the best solution for us and for the client. And it is definitely a game changer and I'm looking forward to the other products. So let's get moving because I keep jibber jabbing about this. (laughs) With Zach's help. (laughs) We love it. (laughs) Hanging out with you guys, doing the pool talk. You guys are very passionate about it. Last night, sitting there letting our hair down and getting even deeper into the rabbit hole, there's even more passion for it than I even initially realized. Is this a cultural thing around Aquastar? Like the innovation, we need to do this in a way that it's it changes the industry. Is that across the board? Absolutely. And from the get-go, it's all about efficiencies for the professional, for the installer, and for the homeowner on a number of fronts. So the passion has been instilled from us from the get-go. And when we go out and try to acquire talent, we brought Steve in, what, nine years ago now? Nine, nine years. years. There's no person in this industry that's more passionate than him. We'd go to trade shows, and we're teaching hydraulics, and people are looking at us going, you're not selling elbows and sweeps and PVC. What are you doing? And we're like, we're trying to teach you to build a better product because we know that lifts everything up. And that's our MO is get the end user a better product and there's no better word of mouth than walking out their door telling the neighbors that they have a great pool and both of them build a pool so it's definitely a culture thing from the top again an amazing owner that listens to his people listens to the industry and the vertical integration that we have makes us super nimble and we can listen to the industry and make changes and then obviously the hydraulic lab that steve and our engineers built is helped us immensely as well There's one thing that I learned from this trip, John, and that is obviously there's the minimum standards that the companies have. And and Steve, you're going to have to explain this because I know I'm going to botch this like I normally do. But you guys for the filter. So for the filter, the minimum standard is 100 PSI, right? Yeah. So that's a for a filter to be certified. It has to go through a a series of tests, including performance. But obviously, structural is a big part of it. And the minimum is 100 PSI. And we go way above that, double it. They design way above it. They're more interested, we are more interested in a quality product that's going to be last and safe and have performance. So ours is tested at 200 or passes at 200. Everybody's got to go through it. But And that's, that's quality for the decades. That's not quality for the warranty period. And we are not in the business of trying to replace heavy equipment every few years. The focus is and why I was thrilled to join the company is Olaf and the team is so focused on, as Todd has already said it, the installers, the contractors, ultimately benefiting the pool owner. Things, these white goods and all that, that the big companies I've been with, is, they're not sexy. What's sexy is never having to go back to a pool because you're chasing a leak. If you go back, whether it be fittings, drains, pumps, filters, if you've got to go back because of some avoidable problem on the manufacturer side, I don't care if how much that's money lost. That's not only the return trip, it's the lost productivity. And this company understands that and embraces that we make you successful 
will be successful. And more importantly, we're going to make owning and living in a, a backyard environment that's a wonderful thing for family and friends and social. And this is even pre the C word. It's just we have a passion, and I think that's why we're sitting here in this room, because you have a passion. You have a, an amazing following, and to get better at helping you is a personal passion. I've been doing presentations for 40 years, and I've never learned so much as I have since I met you. We appreciate that. That's huge. Coming back to what you guys are, there's a minimum standard, right? And so it's probably very easy and probably, I'm assuming, a lot cheaper to get to that 100. Yeah. And we get and it. you're a, doubling it. Yeah, we get it a lot. We'll bring a product to market and we'll hear executives sit in front of us going, oh, you over-engineered it again. I get frustrated because I'm like, why is the bar the bare minimum? Why every competitors that we brought in and tested burst before 105? And then we build a unit that goes up to 200. Again, like Steve said, to last for the decades where we want to build a product that lasts and is efficient. It's just amazing. I mean, you guys are focusing so much on the end user. You focus so much on not just hitting the standard, but really exceeding that. And it's just, I tell you, that's why I think your products are just so top notch. And I think you guys are going to continue to whatever product you put out there, crush it. Because with that mentality, that's the game changing aspect to it. So following up on that, can you guys talk about some of the products that you do have coming up or coming out? Yeah, absolutely. Can I say what's in the lab? No, go on. <laughs> By the way, John, that's what I want to find out, but he won't say what's in the lab. He says he can't. Olaf, if you're listening to the podcast, give me a call. I'm sure he'll probably tell no. me, right? No, no, no. 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 Dang, no. Damn, I tried. <laughs> we have a number of things that we've been working on in the Pure Star, the new retrofit ozone system that we're coming out with. The next time we're here, we're really going to take a deep dive into that. Again, another product that we looked at and there were so many upgrades that could be made. There's so many efficiency changes relative to flow, relative to installation, relative to size that we addressed. We have three-way valves coming out. We have two-way valves coming out. We have check valves coming out. We have actuators coming out. We have flow meters coming out. And then the one that John alluded to earlier that we're going to talk more about today is our variable speed pump. We have two new variable speed pumps now, three horse and a horse and a half, both smart pumps. And those are now in distribution and we're launching as we speak. We've had them out for quite a while, but now we're ready for our full launch. So a lot of good things coming. It was from day one, a pump and filter project. They were together in the war room, as we call it, and all of that. And they were neck and neck relative to prototypes and progress and all of that. And then once we got the pump, the first version, working prototype and all of that, and the collective view of it is, it was certainly compliant, had great performance, but we were just like, we can do better on a lot of different fronts. And he's like, start over, do it again. What made you guys build the pump when there's so many of them out there? What was the thought behind it? Our long-term vision is to really revolutionize the equipment pad. And in order to do that, you need to be in the pump and filter game. You have to be. We have to move water in and out of a pool. And that's always been our MO from the beginning, since from the day Steve came over. We want to be able to move water in and out of a pool in an efficient, in a safe fashion. And when you look from the drain covers to the eyeballs, to the skimmers, to now the pumps and the filters, it just made sense that had to be part of the product line to get to where we want to get to. It's how you control the full destiny of what we're doing with the pad in moving water out of the pool, skimmers, drains, we're known for those, 
And then we would bring them back to our return fittings. And that's all great. But to really take this to a level that the team collectively has is you have to have full control of the whole pad because everything builds on the next thing. They work together. Now, the filter was such low-hanging fruit because no one had done anything ever. So that was an easy. The rest of these products are not as easy, but we are as equally committed to that. And so it really is a whole system, and you can't have a whole system without the pump and filter. And as I mentioned before, is they were supposed to come out together and we were just not satisfied, the team, and, and we listened to customers. And it's that's just to me too. So the whole design is we scrapped and start over. That's why the pumps behind, they were supposed to come out together, was the master plan. We went after things like quiet, performance, baskets, full two and a half inch flow. This was thought up from the game ground up actually twice with the prototype for taking advantage of the new technology and variable speed. And our whole lab thing is we want to buy a wind tunnel that's running right at the limits of physics. So if you're talking about pumps right at the edge of cavitation. So if we do everything at that with solid data, that's just bulletproof and we are running right at the limits of physics in the design, then even when the other guys choose to, join the party and up the efficiency of the filters. I know there's no room between us and physics. So we Aquastar is permanently going to be in at least neck and neck, if not head and shoulders above them. So let's talk about this pump really quick. And I know that you guys do create a lot of your parts your own, but can you tell us a little bit about maybe... I like level? that. Hold on. I just stopped. That, that was like beautifully said there, Steve. Wasn't was it? Really, I turned around look, to Todd and like, looked at Todd like, I want to be so good, I can never lose. Right? <laughs> just think about it, because that's what it pretty much is. And I said it earlier, good enough isn't good enough. We're in the industry sometimes and in a world where sometimes just good enough is okay. But that's not it. And it's just to have that mentality. And I think the same way, too. I want to be so great that I can't lose. It's just not possible because physically it's impossible for it to happen. I just had to say something. That was was pretty cool. I might actually have to take that from you. (laughs) Our owner, Olaf, says all the time, whenever we come out with something and it comes out just perfect, he just looks at me and he goes, perfect is good enough. (laughs) <laughs> True. So That's awesome. So talk to us a little bit about this pump and some of the things that you've done yeah. different to this pump. So I'll run through from the ground up, as Steve talked about real quick about the pump. It is a top tier pump. Make no mistake about it. Right down to the proprietary motor and the housing for that motor that we have. It is a permanent magnet motor, totally enclosed, fan cooled. So those are your top tier pumps that you see in the industry. That's what they offer with their motor. And then the display screen where you do your onboarding programming, super intuitive. We made it really easy to use, really easy to program. And then we move into the wet end. And this was one of the things that Steve alluded to earlier is where we scrapped the first one. And that was a lot of money and a lot of time, a lot of time down the drain. But we wanted to make our own wet end because we noticed that the competitors out there, when we tested lots of dead spots in that motor. And when you get a lot of dead spots in the wet end where water's rattling, it gets super loud. So we did a volute style and Steve can get into this a little bit, but we did a volute style housing. 
We made the basket bigger. We upgraded the basket as far as support goes. We have a support pad underneath the basket all the way to the connection points of two inch and two and a half inch that we offer in the box. So when you get into a situation where you have two and a half inch plumbing and you now have that option to install it, which gives the homeowner more efficiency, obviously. Lots of little upgrades in the system where it gives us some more performance values than what we've seen on the market, even with the best products on the market. Again, please make no mistake, this is a top tier pump and we build it as a top tier pump and the quality that is in this pump is every bit of what we did in that filter is in this pump. I'm obviously the efficiency, not only in the weeds, I'm in the roots of the weeds, <laughs> Todd's nodding. And I'll tell you about it. <laughs> but one of the things in the embracing in the war room thing was if you want to go to the most efficient pump, their volute pump, and that's where you see it on the big 25 horsepower and all of that. And that's where the pipe comes off the side. Okay. And what it is, the impeller's off to one side. And the whole concept is the water comes out of the impeller, makes one loop in the housing, and then right out the pump. Okay, that's most energy efficient. And if you're talking about a 25-horsepower pump, you're looking at $10,000 a month electric bill. It all matters. And so I was abdicating for that. And they're like, no, the, we, the residential market, even the small hotel Meltel, is they want that pipe in the center, the look, and it's just not going to fly. And I was like, but we want the efficiency. <laughs> and then our engineering team was like, okay, we'll, we'll just take that and rotate it 45 degrees. Okay, so it's hidden in that housing, 30 degrees or whatever, okay, out of the weeds. Yeah, okay, we make a little final little turn, but what you can't see, it's a very cool looking pump, right? The Uh the fins and all of that looks very stylish. That's not there for style. That's a byproduct. That's where, because we're tool designers and makers, there's some witchcraft in that work. That's how we're making the inside of that pump shaped like a volute pump. And it does energy efficiency where we're getting with a lower RPM, we're outperforming the other guys because the water doesn't bang around in a square housing or even a great big one, bell housing, that the water's banging around before it leaves. That's noise and wasted energy. And so by getting that, and that's something you can't look at, it just looks like another pump, but inside it's amazingly quiet and amazingly hydraulically efficient because we took a volute pump and twisted it. That's absolutely amazing. Another thing that you said yesterday that was a learning thing for me, was it, Steve, that noise is energy? Absolutely. Wasted energy. Wasted energy. Yeah. A dB meter is actually measuring energy. That's It's the energy, the noise is energy, and it's you're paying for that to be annoyed. It's amazing. So... I think one of the biggest things about Aquastar is that you guys are vertically integrated. Can you talk about what that means for pool pros out there? Yeah, we control our own destiny. We're really from napkin concept to finish. We're doing everything in-house. We're doing our design, our flow analysis. We're making our own tools. We're doing our own molding. We're doing our own assembly. And with that, it allows us to get so much information from the industry and understand where those pain points are and fix those pain points. We rarely come out with Me Too products. Rarely. Every time we do something, we want to upgrade it. We want to make it a little better. We want to make it a little more efficient. And again, we have an owner that is not afraid and he wants to be the big boy. And it's going to take 
that vertical integration relative to understanding what the industry needs to get there. Because we're coming from behind, right? Everybody has a little bit of a head start on us, but we're gaining fast because we're so nimble and we can make changes. And the filter had a number of changes right after we launched it to enhance and make it better. We're still looking at changes today on the filter to make it better, even though it's an amazing product. So we just keep moving through generations and making small little tweaks that maybe you guys won't ever see, but it's going to increase the longevity of that product. It's how we address John's pain points and that kind of thing (laughs) is we have a state-of-the-art lab. We take the time to do it right when we're not satisfied. Oh, yeah, we meet the minimum goals and we could have launched that first pump, but we're not a 100 PSI company. We're a 200 PSI company. So we did that one. It it took a do-over and we work really hard to get it right the first time, but we're not naive. We're not perfect. And so having the ability, one, to listen, be willing to listen. Oh, I've never heard that before. Oh, I've never heard that before. Oh, I've never heard that before. They can put it on a loop in some <laughs> customer services. But we know that we do the best, but we listen. And then we have the ability to go a couple buildings down the street. I think we got up to seven or something now yep. to make these kinds of changes, minor stuff, again, in the roots, not the weeds. And that is it's continuous improvement. We don't like it when mistakes are made, but we recognize it, move on and do what it takes to make it right. I have a good story about a product that we had launched two years after I'd been with the company. And it was a zero sump retrofit drain cover, 10 inch drain cover. And we had gone to the market and said, there was another one on the market at the time, still is, but we'd gone to the market and said, what do you want out of this drain that you're not getting? And they gave us 10 bullet points. We did that. And then we sent it to market and we touted it as it fits all mud rings, 10 inches round and smaller. And lo and behold, the first service professional that got 50 of these units in his hand, went to a casino to change out a competitor's 10-inch drain to put ours in, and we didn't match up with those 10-inch screw holes. It was the one screw hole we missed. And he calls me and he says, Todd, you told me this fit everything. And I'm like, it does, right? And again, two years into the company, think about this, two Uh years. So I'm just sales in Southern California, and... I said, what drain are you trying to retrofit to? And he told me, and I ran to distribution, grabbed it, drove straight up to the lab. By the time I got there, we had the engineer, the tool maker, the GM, and then Olaf on the phone. And we laid that plate down, and sure enough, Uh we missed it. We missed one one screw hole. It was 10-inch, but it was 9 and 7 eighths or something. And without hesitation, Olaf goes, fix it. We took the tool out, put those holes in that plate, and then remolded those plates, and that customer within 48 hours had new plates on his doorstep with ten, with nine and seven eighths screw holes in it. That's crazy. What do you think about that, John? Look, that's what it's all about, right? And it makes you feel Love like it. other people care, right? It makes you feel like the people that you're sticking up for, the people that you're installing their products for your client, ultimately, they trust you to make the right decision to recommend the product to your client. You're the one ultimately responsible for it. When you install a pump and the pump goes bad, they're not pissed at the manufacturer. They're pissed at you because you installed that pump. You put that in there. It didn't work. So having that support, we all know things happen. Things go bad, right? Things don't work. Sometimes things break or things were overlooked. What's important is what you do about it when you're presented with it and is, oh, this is important. This is what we need to do. And we're going to do this and we're going to be there to support you. 
it's our business is about relationships, right? And it's about knowing that somebody got your back and they're there for you. Because when we're in the backyard, it could be the loneliest place in the world sometimes. And especially for somebody who's new in the pool industry or just getting back there, they are overwhelmed. And to be able to reach out and lean on whichever manufacturer, whatever rep or whoever it may be that's there to support them goes so far, it's unbelievable. You can't really put it into words. And everybody out here listening knows exactly what I'm talking about. You have that rep, you have that manufacturer, you have that company, you have that somebody, right? That is there or that stuck with you that helped you through your journey, right? And you have a form of loyalty for them. And it means a lot. And it just goes to show, you know, what Aquastar stands for, what you guys are doing. And I think it's wonderful. I think we need more of it. Real quick. It's obvious you guys are making massive moves right now. You're growing like crazy. Is the goal or the focus to stay vertically integrated? Do you see that being something that continues as the growth goes? Yeah, absolutely. I feel that's where we feel our advantage is. And we have an owner that produced products overseas for a number of years prior to starting Aquastar. And he felt all those pain points for years over there. The travel, getting products that were less than perfect, as he says, and just got to the point where he was like, I want to find a niche business where I can mold products and I can make solutions for pain points in that industry. And that's where our roots are. And we plan on staying there absolutely as long as he can. And if we do need to outsource at times, like with our filter, we went to Pleco because we felt they made the best media. We didn't agree with the element designs that they had at the time. So we designed our own element, but we went with their media. So when we do outsource, we don't mess around. We go with the best because we know we're trying to produce the best as well. And we don't need that to be one of our pain points. And I think it's huge that obviously you guys make the parts for everything that you're doing out there. Is there any other company or manufacturer that are in the same boat with you guys that are able to do that or no? You take our industry out of it. I don't know of any industry. I don't know another company that's as vertically integrated as ours is. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, certainly you could get to your one product companies or a mold maker, excuse me, a molding company who somebody says, oh, let's make a product. So in that case, there's a little bit of that, but on this scale, absolutely no. not. What a huge advantage. And it puts you guys in the driver's seat and just being able to make those adjustments so quick and correcting the things into the market is just, it's just absolutely huge. Hey guys, let's do this. Let's take a quick word from our sponsors. When we come back, we will continue with Steve and Todd. The Hyper Pole from Ultimate Pool Tools is a pool care pole designed by pool professionals for pool professionals, featuring precision crafted carbon fiber and stainless steel construction. Go to ultimatepooltools.com or Instagram at ultimatepooltools. Pool pros have specific needs when it comes to general liability insurance. The SPPA program has you covered. With three tailored and customizable general liability options, SPPA makes it easy for pool pros to feel secure. Find out more and get covered at the SPPA.com. Now available, Pool Invoice. Pool Invoice is a pool billing software created specifically for the pool service and repair industry. It's developed for our industry and only our industry. Pool Invoice is built with reoccurring billing in mind. You can print, email, text invoices, or even send via WhatsApp. 
You can add reoccurring or yearly charges, accept credits, and set up auto pay. You can even see when customers have seen the invoice. It even has a customer portal where they can log in and see, print, and pay invoices. It has all your customers' information on one page, so you don't need to search through hundreds of invoices looking for the one you need. Just go to the customer profile and it's all at your fingertips. Created specifically for the pool industry, Pool Invoice. Now available at PoolInvoice.com. Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at blu-rayxl.com. Blu-ray all day. Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed, open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable. And these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with the pros' time and comfort in mind, the patented double-locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleaners faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. Natural Chemistry, a leader in specialty water care solutions for over 30 years, is proud to provide products that make pool service easier than ever before. Its unique enzyme formulations in Pro Series Pro Blend improve efficiency of your pool program while reducing frequency of filter cleaning and scum lines. Natural Chemistry is also well known for its wide variety of phosphate removal solutions that include a non-clouding formula in phosphory and extremely high range removal with Pro Series Foss Remove or Foss Free Max. Save time, save money, save work with Pro Series products. Stop sacrificing durability or efficiency with the help of Raypack's new Avia HD models that utilize NITEC, their exclusive industry-first technology. NITEC Heat Exchanger Technology is Raypack's latest solution to superior strength and maximum efficiency when it comes to residential pool heating. With 900% more nickel compared to Cooper Nickel in critical surfaces, NITEC creates an ideal surface to protect against scale formation and erosion without compromising on Avia's 84% thermal efficiency. Learn more at raypack.com slash nitech. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pool Nation Live podcast. We are talking to the one and only, the famous, the pool industry famous, Steve Barnes. Yeah. <laughs> Todd was looking at me like... <laughs> Todd infamous. <laughs> infamous, Todd. Thank you, Todd. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> if you pause that long enough, it gets real bad. <laughs> In famous? Oh. oh, you didn't see that bus coming, did you? <laughs> the infamous I've Todd. taken a couple shots. I can take it. The yeah. infamous yeah. Todd Pierre. You know what? I'm going to change the intro when next time he comes. And the infamous Todd oh, Pierre with Aquastar. Thanks, John. <laughs> No, you're wrong. Sorry. <laughs> That's going to stick now. No. So, so, guys, look. I, John, just to give you a heads up, I know that you want to like totally geek into this thing. So, I'm literally just going to give you the keys to the bus and just take this because I know you want to hit a lot, a lot of questions on the pumps. So, this is all you. We're going to watch your show now. This has always been my show. What are you talking about? <laughs> I've done a very good job making you believe. You know what I mean? Oh, is that what it is? Like, 
That's you're good at it, bro. You're yeah, good at I it. Good. I am good at it. No, look, no, look, what I want to do here is this. When we talked about the pipeline filter before at the podcast and the lives and everything we did, and we've gone through this journey, now we have the pipeline filter here, the pump. I want to get into some of the real, real questions that some technicians or some guys and girls would have when they're putting in that pump or why they should choose to go with the pipeline pump over another pump. And I want to hit on what Steve spoke about, and I have to wholly 100% agree that when it comes down to, we had a conversation about this before, Steve, and we were talking about the pump and what's the difference. And the reality is with the filter, there was a lot left for desire, right? And there was a lot of things that could have been changed, but for some reason, stubborn and ignorance or whatever it may be, didn't change. And you guys stepped up to the plate and said, hey, look, we see this low-hanging fruit and these things that could be changed that hasn't been changed, and we're going to change it. We're going to jump into this market, and we're going to build a, an amazing product, and it's going to speak for itself. When it comes down to the pump, let's be honest, the pumps that are out there are all great pumps. And they do pretty much as they can do when it comes down to efficiency and stuff like that. But there are some small things that they're lacking, and there's not much room Primarily, at least it could be my ignorance, and you, you can correct me if I'm wrong and educate me, but there's really not that much movement or that much like big, huge things you can do to change a pump to make one pump stand out way better than the other. Like, for instance, going from a single speed to a variable speed or a two speed to a variable speed, right? And stuff like that, or going from a one inch line or a one and a half inch line now doing two and a half or whatever it may be. But you guys have done some little tweaks to the pump. And Steve, you talked a little bit about it and Todd, you did as well. But I really want to highlight those. And so that we can understand why when we go into a backyard, I already know when I'm back there, I'm going to put in a pipeline filter when I can. That's going to be the best solution the majority of the time for us. And we know why and we've experienced it and we had it. Now, when it comes down to putting the pump in, there's a lot of other variables that we have to take into consideration when we put them in. Why should somebody choose to put a pipeline pump in over a Pentair or a Hayward or any other manufacturer or Jandy or whatever it may be? Why would that be the solution? Why do you guys think that your pump is better suited for that application than a competitor's? So I want to talk, well, first and foremost, let's go over some of the highlights of the pump or the main meat and potatoes as far as like warranty stuff, right? For you guys are offering a three-year parts and labor on the warranty, full parts, full labor on the warranty, correct? Yes. Okay. And if let's say something goes wrong with the pump, if I were to install a pipeline pump and let's say a year or six months later, the pump seal starts to leak or there's something wrong with it, who do I call? What do I do? How do I get warranty or tech support on it? And what is the process with that? Right now, we're dealing with, just as we did the filter, we're dealing with our sales team on that because we want, if there are issues, we want that feedback because we can make the changes. So right now, your local sales rep for Aquastar or our DCA rep group, if you don't have their information, you can call the office and we'll get it to you. But we want that team on site because we want firsthand knowledge of what's going on and what's wrong out there. We've done it a number of times already where we send our reps out and they're on the phone with our director of engineering while they're on site and we're moving through maybe potential wiring issues or maybe there was something wrong with the pump. But yeah, right now we're dealing directly with us because we want to know the real problems and we want to fix those problems. 
When you're awesome. looking for engineering solutions, your telephone game yeah. is not your friend. So you hear, oh, it did this, that, and the other thing, and you get it back, and it was like, no, it wasn't any of that. <laughs> and yeah. so we're all panicked over here, and then I was like, oh, we probably ought to put a gasket in that. Hypothetical. So another thing is, obviously, efficiency is a hot topic with the DOE putting their dip in their hands and everything and saying, hey, look, these are the standards. This is what needs to happen. This is what we're doing. And it's being regulated. We know that obviously your pump is very energy efficient, but you guys have done some tests, right? Where you have, I don't know, some numbers or some comparatives that we were talking about on the phone where you're talking about something like six times more efficient than what a traditional pump would be when it's tied in with the pipeline filter. Can you talk a little bit about that? so that we can understand how efficient this pump really is and how that can relate to dollars in the pocket for our clients? Yeah, so the focus of this is we, obviously we install our products and we're working with people and we're wanting to support it with technology and video so you can see. And I'm going to talk about what we did a week ago, Tuesday or something like that. So we went out to existing pool, had a single horsepower pump and a four cartridge filter in it. And heater, and that's still there. But basically, we looked at that, and let's do this. Let's get it on video, and we'll share this, okay, so you can see it. But what we do is you start out the six-time savings you're talking about is a whole thing, and that's what matters. Is It's like miles per gallon on the car. It depends on how you drive it and all of that. But so if you think in terms of this is miles per gallon on cars and trucks, city, and that kind of thing, so it varies. But basically, what we did is we, and I'm going to look at the data here, we measured a single speed pump and I measured the TDH, the total dynamic head. That is what pump curves are published. And the reason we use TDH versus PSI or inches of mercury is because pumps have suction, which is a negative number, and pressure, which is a positive number. And feet of head is, it bridges that spell. So it's all pumps are used this way. So we measure that on the differential and then plug that in so we, on this, it was, we measured 25 PSID for differential, and that's across the drain ports on the plug. Then go look up on the manufacturer's pump curve. That was 42 gallons a minute. And we put amp probes and we actually, because of what I'm doing, you don't need to do this, but because we wanted to be able to defend this and I'm a lab geek. <laughs> and so measure it. And it was approximately 1600 Watts. Okay. So that's our baseline. It's a one horsepower pump, 42 gallons a minute, 1600 watts. So that costs so much a day. Now what we did is literally, and you can see this in the video, we cut it off at the ground, very nearly at the ground. So we got the two pipes, spa skimmer, the returns, we cut all that off and we organized the pad that made sense for that pool. So it wasn't just where I carried the filter in first, so I'm gonna set it down first. Is we looked, what if we do it here so that we minimize pipe and make convenience for, for cleaning the filter and all of those kinds of customer perceptions things. Cut it off, replace it with the pipeline horse and a half smart pump and the pipeline filter, connected it all back together, and now we run it Okay. And obviously we have our own data. So went by just replacing the pad, the flow rate went to 78 gallons a minute. So we went from 42 to 78. That's the hydraulic efficiency. And a big part of that is that filter. Okay. Cause it won't. You've been hearing us say that right? this is where that rubber meets the road. And so 
Then what you do, this is what you want to understand as a professional, is once you've made one of these upgrades, now what you want to do, especially if there was no problem with the pool and there was no problem with this pool, water quality was fine. So now we slow the pump back down to 42 gallons a minute. It was put our stuff in there and the flow rate nearly doubled. Go back and slow that speed down to match 42 gallons a minute. And that decreased the power. That's where you get the six time savings. And so the key with variable speed and why it's federally mandated is you want to run it at the proper speed. And so what happens is when you do this, and in California, this is on that pool, that will be because crazy high California electric rates, 42 cents, that will be a savings. And that's even not counting that the filter is going to do a better job and all of that. Leave it alone. That's $1,657 a year. And here's the thing. So you went just by changing that, right? And it's the pump and the filter. And you went from 42 gallons a minute to 70, what? 76? 78. 78. That's how much hydraulic inefficiency is in that pad. Now, they went from the pump was here and then they went over there and then back to the heater. So there's hydraulic losses in pipes and bad Uh plumbing jobs and all of that. So it's a cleaner job. It looks better, but it also performs better, fewer 90s and all that. So two-inch pipe, two-inch pipe. My preference would have been, because we can with our fittings and unions and all that, we, you can go two-inch or two-and-a-half right out of the box. So if at your pad, and we're going to do this on another pool, we're going to plumb it in both two-inch. John's going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Not you, John, or install it. But I want him to do two-inch, and I want to measure it. I want to swap it out for two-and-a-half, and I bet you we get another 5 10 15%. And so hydraulic efficiency, you hear us talk about that a lot. When you leverage it, meaning you got this higher flow rate, take advantage. You don't have a problem pool. Now, if you have a problem pool, you might need this or your spa jets or whatever. But you want to slow down that pool. Think of it's cruise control on the highway. Set it at the right thing and And let it go. And understand, again, for layman's terms, we took the system out and put it back in and brought it down to the GPM that it was producing before. And what did our RPM go to from what to? We always start at high speed. That's your baseline to know where the pump curves and all that. So 3,400 RPM, that was a 78 gallons a minute to use the affinity law to go down to 42. We dropped it to 1,800. 1,800 to get that flow rate, 1,800. And then now we have a filter in there that will clean that pool in one turn per test data from NSF. When you took out a filter, that took four and a half to five turns to clean that pool. Now we can move the pump down even lower, and then you really start scaling on the energy savings. I'm not even brave enough to publish that until we prove it. It gets into the double and triple digit, and I was like, "Mm, I ran the numbers. I'm like, "Mm, not yet. We got to prove it. Just, we got to take a minute and kind of appreciate this. And this was the same talk we had when variable speeds first came out, especially out in California and how to get the pool guys to grasp, hey, look, this is why you need to spend X amount of money or sell the variable speed pumps and do variable speed pumps and trying to sell how it, not only will it save them money, but it will pay them to put it in. Being armed with this type of knowledge and having this type of information and these tests that are done, imagine as a pool guy or a pool girl going into a backyard And being able to go back there confidently and look at a pad and know that it's running inefficiently, being able to figure out what the wattage is and what's being used, 
And then now having a solution and saying, hey, look, yes, Mr. Mr. Customer, you might have to spend, here it is, you can spend at for 4,000 bucks. How would you like to spend $4,000 or $5,000 or whatever? I'll put a new pump, a new filter in. And then in turn, this will pay for itself within two years. And then after that, it's going to pay you a hundred plus bucks a month just for making this change. And now we're able to switch from a mentality of, hey, we're there as the mechanic or they're fixing when things break, but now offering solutions and being proactive and saying, hey, look, it makes sense to replace your filter and your pump at the same time, even though they're working because you are losing money by having this here. You might think you're saving money because you're not spending this chunk of money at the beginning. But over time, if you're planning on keeping this home for more than two, three years, you're actually wasting money by having this system. It's pretty amazing. And the brilliant part of it is it's not only an energy savings, economic savings for the homeowner, but it's also for the service professional as well. That's a comment that I was going to make next. Exactly. Yeah. I was going to say that right Absolutely. After. Yeah. The benefits for the pool pro itself, right? You start dealing with water chemistry, you start dealing with, and I know you guys will, will talk about it next time you're here, but then you put an ozone to it, you do all these other things and you're just, let's not kid ourselves, right? The cost of chlorine went up, it came down a little bit, but it ain't ever coming back down to the level it was before. So you start looking at all this from a standpoint of numbers that make financial sense to be able to service some of these pools and the, the profitability standpoint. And I think, at least for me, I don't know for everyone else, but when we first started looking at VS before the regulations were out and everything, it was really hard to sell because the consumer had an option, right? A lesser option that impacted their wallet at a lesser cost right up front. So the focus as a professional, like we know this is better, don't fully understand why. But we know it's better, but I've got to focus on my sales pitch being energy savings to you, money, 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 money. Now the consumer is running out of options, right? And we're making that change. So the conversation around money, it doesn't have to happen as much. So the focus as a professional, I can start looking at performance and that performance is going to positively impact us and like really learning the hydraulics and really dialing these pulls in and all of the benefits that come to us as professionals. It's what differentiates us from the competition. We say this and we were talking, Edgar, Zach, we were talking about, I think at the last live where the, one of the questions was, what do we see as or for the next year? And things might be slowing down and some people might be worried that business isn't quite as plentiful. Look, there is money to be made everywhere, and there's solutions to be giving at any pad that you go to. I don't care who you are. I'm sure if you walk into a backyard, one of your pools, including mine, you will see things that could be changed or could be done or could be fixed. Now, the problem is a lot of times we lack the confidence and don't have armed with the knowledge and the ability to be able to portray this message or to be able to offer this solution to a customer so that they can understand it and not say, oh, you just need a new pump or you get a new filter just because. But if you can actually break it down in ways that they can understand and you have this knowledge, who wouldn't want to do this? And then that's how you're able to supplement maybe for if business is a little bit slower or whatever, you go out to guys and gals, there's so much we can do into the backyard and in turn become a hero for our people. 
At that point, how do you even measure the effect that it has on your business in the long term now? Because now you are offering the solution to a customer and now you just turn this customer into being so thankful and grateful, right? And then they're talking to other people and they're giving you great reviews and they're telling their neighbors, right? And they're saying how great. And then now you're getting more phone calls for more service because now you're looked upon as one of the better or best companies out in that in your area. It's really hard to put a number on it. This is the difference between good and great, right? This is the difference that takes you from being just the average or just being okay and then being the best in the industry or one of the best in the industry because now you're not just there fixing problems, you're there offering solutions and preventing problems in the future, right? Or being able to get your client to see that is key. Those are amazing stats, Stephen. And a lot of people look at it and go, okay, that's great. You know what I mean? Or whatever. How does that relate to me? That's how it relates to you. Because everybody, I don't care who you are, even the richest people in the world care about money and they don't waste money. And nobody likes to waste money. But if you can save them money, right, and you can show them they're willing to spend it if it's worth it, especially on the house that they own, it's what it is. It's just our job to be able to convey that message to them. So let's talk a little bit more about the pump and some other things as far as one of the big questions when we go install a pump into a backyard is, will it work with the system? Not just now in days of automation days, maybe five, 10 years ago, especially in some areas, it's all automatic clocks and there's not really automation, but automation has become a thing, especially when we've made some movement as an industry in it. And I think every pool that's being built now pretty much has an automation on it. And a lot of customers are fully aware of it and have done some upgrades. So the pumps that are there at the pad need to be integrated with them or be able to communicate and work with them. So as far as the pipeline filter, does it communicate with other automations and how can it be applied and used? We do have that COM port that comes with it, the RS-45 COM port. And one of the automations that I'll highlight that we work very well with and very seamless with is the pool attendant. So everybody knows the pool attendant, right? New automation on the industry. I've had it on my pool for over a year, and I think it's a game-changing automation in our industry. So that's plug and play for us right now. Literally calm cable into their automation. You go through their setup, tell it it's an Aquastar pump, and you're off and running. The other automations that we work with out there, we do have Pentair language. So if you have an automation that supports that language, we can connect with that. So obviously with Pentair automation, that seamless connection. And then with, we know Jandy has their automation where they have Pentair language in it. So you set it up as a Pentair pump. And then Hayward with their Omni systems has a couple little tricks out there that you can add to the system to allow it to communicate with a Pentair language pump as well. Awesome. That's a point for sure that you don't have to, you're not limited to working with the specific automation. Now, the other thing that, another question is, and what we used to do as pool guys is on some of the older automation systems that didn't quite communicate with variable speed pumps. For instance, if you put in like the Pentair pump, you're able to run it in manual mode without a comm cable, but you're able to reduce the speed of what you wanted and just hook it up to the load side opposed to line side. And then it's able to turn on and off, but it remembers the setting. With the Aquastar pump, if they're in a situation where they are using an automation, they still want to be able to use it, but it just happens to be an older Jandy system or an older Pentair system. And they will that pump be able to retain that memory and be able to be used on load side, let's say the Pentair pump? 
Yeah, absolutely. But the main reason, it's called non, I'm going to geek, non-volatile <laughs> memory. Okay, so that means there was like this massive storm that blew through, nearly blew Edgar out of the state last <laughs> Z- night. Zach sent me to almost my death last <laughs> night. Thanks, Zach. Power goes out. And the last thing we want is to have like, service pros having to deal with programming pumps. So it's going to retain its own settings in that regard. But it's also got some other features. Again, the focus is on the pool pros and owners too. But so it has a function where you can go in and program a service mode, okay? So that you can come in and if you know it's a pool that it takes you 20 minutes to vacuum, you can run it on a higher speed for a half hour, whatever. You set that so you can optimize your speed for your vacuum because if it's too low, it it doesn't work if it's too high, you can cause problems, right? So each one of you, and that's where your pool pros, you know what's sweet spot. So set that up, and then now you have one button, and the beauty of that is if you forget it, no, you didn't because it was set up properly. So that was one of the cool features about that to make it very service-friendly. Four programmable buttons, programmable times. One of the things is we're trying to figure out what if we do this with the error checking in the code world. And so we programmed at this pools. Okay. We did from eight to six at one filtration speed where the skimmer was working nice and easy, but they wanted to boost it right before the homeowner gets home. So we were like, Oh, we want to run it at a higher speed between four and five. And so we did that and we all left. And then we were like, Oh no, we forgot. And we were just playing around. What ifs? And then we're like, the guy called back the next day and he said, so we went out and watched. They went back on a third day. It's on his route. So we went back and watched and it went to the higher speed for an hour and then back down. And we're like, oh, good. that, that. We like that. Yeah. <laughs> See, we know what we're doing. <laughs> what you're getting at is the headaches you don't need. And because it's our stuff, anything that we find that we can improve, we can fix that or improve that, not fix it. Yeah. I have a feeling I get, and by the way, we talked about not forgetting about that, and we've totally forgot about that, so we're going to talk about that in just a minute here. Don't tell them yet. Don't tell them yet? Not not yet. Okay. (laughs) Nobody know yet. I have a feeling that you guys are up to something, and I can't figure out what it is. So I've been listening to you guys the last couple days and a lot of the conversations, and this one over here is a complete geek when it comes to numbers and when it comes to... We geek out and we go so far down a rabbit hole that most people that would listen to our conversation would be like, what the hell's wrong with these people? I've only got that my whole life. <laughs> you guys come out with a pump. You come out with a filter. Everything that you're doing is vertically integrated. You can manage all of your parts, every single one of them. There has to be something that you guys are up to that you guys aren't, Shannon. Yes. <laughs> What is it? I tell you. <laughs> John, I'm not kidding. Like, I can tell there's something in this bigger picture. And, and John, you and I joke around all the time about it, of what's the bigger picture. Even with Pool Nation and Zach and we talk about it, it's like, here's what we're doing, but we have other things that we're working on behind the scenes that we don't talk about. And then later on, we're like, okay, now we're coming out with this. And it's the entire vibe that I have gotten from this trip from these guys that... You don't just do great products just to do great products, and that's it. There has to be a bigger picture of what you guys are doing. And Yeah, there absolutely is. The owner, we want to revolutionize the pad, and that's about all I'll say. When we talk about the pump and the filter, they were built for each other. The compatibility between these two units, were they were built. That's where we get our efficiencies from. And now we're going to take those, and we're going to add some other things that you may see on the equipment pad. And we're going to try to change the game again. We will. 
Oh yeah. So I cannot. <laughs> okay. Easy. Okay. okay. Really careful. So no wait, way, wait, wait, no wait, way. Wait, 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 the full circle, now the perfect circle. You think about what a game changer that is and how different those are. You've never seen it before and all of that, okay? As, wow, why didn't I think of that on the relative to those drains? We might have similar stuff on the pad. Not round drains, mind you. <laughs> but what you've never seen a pad with some of the things that are on our roadmap. Did I go too far? Wow, John, John, we're going to have a call on my driving entire drive home trying to figure this out because I No, you won't. I I know that's the problem. Now I want to figure out what it is that you guys have in mind with this revolutionized because I don't think my brain will make it that far, but it's going to be a lot of conversations between me, Zach and John. (laughs) It's all about making pool ownership amazingly effective and easy while making the pool pro, pool biller, everyone's job immensely easier. We want to make pools as easy to just walk out and enjoy as automated as possible. It's a lofty goal and it's on a roadmap, but look at the full circle, look at this filter, look at the hydraulic volute of this pump that no one else is doing this stuff. And, and they're patented, all of what he's talking about right now. Ah, oh, nice. So don't copy. So don't <laughs> nice. copy. Yeah. So you can't copy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's a very bright, exciting future. It's exciting for us. It really is because we've been accustomed to the norm and there hasn't been a lot of innovation and change. And as of late, we have started to see that we are catching up with the times as an industry. Not quite where we need to be, but we're definitely moving in the right direction. And I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I'm going to say it again because I really mean it. This is the type of stuff that we need. We just we really need this inspires uh, growth. It inspires competition and competition is healthy in any industry that you're at. The last thing you want is a monopoly or last thing you want is one company in control of it all. It just doesn't work that way unless he just happens to be the greatest people on earth that are running that company, but whatever, that's a different subject. I'm excited when you say the pad, because we all know what that means. You don't have to say it. You said enough. We get it and we see it and we envision it. And it's just all I can think about is what are you guys up to? What can you do to change it even more? And you did it with, and we touched a little bit on it, the ozone. And I talked about it last week. We talked about it a little bit before, and I know we're not going to really talk about it this week, but just what you did with the ozone is a complete game changer as well. I can't tell you how impressed I am with it because what you did and what you fit into such a small little unit and how easy you made it for anybody to be able to actually utilize this amazing technology that we've had for so long that we haven't been able to break the residential market because it was too complicated for service technicians because they just weren't educated on it. They just didn't understand it. And it's hard to see something or to know that it's working when you really can't see it or test for it. Where what you guys have done with that is just another testament to where you're going. And I'm excited to see the other stuff hopefully a heater, hopefully automation, hopefully light, hopefully who knows everything. Can I say what I want? No. Yeah. Can I say what sure. I want? Am I? 
Yeah, you can say, I know you want, I, yeah, you can I say. want an automation. Dang it. And I'm putting all my money in their basket that I want an automation, John. And when it comes out, I'm going to yell from the top of the roof, right? We it got down. it. It's on the pump. Yeah. Four speeds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen to this, John. It's already 355. We actually don't have time this episode for another word from our sponsors because we just kept talking about the pump and we kept talking about it. So we yeah. will probably put that in post somewhere, Spider. So, anyways, there's a couple minutes left, and I just want to make sure that there's nothing left that we have left out to talk about. There is one thing. There is one thing. Definitely one All thing. Right. A big program that we are getting ready to launch, or actually have launched, that will be good through the end of July is, it's a pump promotion program for us at the places, at your distribution centers where you buy pumps. We have a program now where you're going to get an instant $200 off at the counter. If you buy a pump Either by itself, one. no matter what, instant $200 off. And we are limiting this to five per customer. Five but, per customer per 30 days? <laughs> End of July is where we're stopping. You know what? If it goes well, who knows? Extend, we can do extend it. July is not long enough. We should extend Well, again, we're vertically integrated, so we can make decisions. We need to. But the other great part about this is the pipeline filter. If you add a pipeline filter to that order, you will get $100 off that pipeline filter as well. So you get $200 off your pump at the counter. You'll get $100 off of the filter at the counter. So we're up to three. We're up to three. And then the new Pure Star, which we're going to touch on next time we're here, the new Ozone system that we're crazy excited about, another revolutionary product. If you add that to the pump order, you'll get $100 off on that. So now we're up to $400 savings on a pump filter Ozone system at the counter. You do what? Program it properly. All the things we talked about, we'll support this mm-hmm. on our channels and all of that. This combination pays for itself. You look, guys and gals, and I'm going to say this, and you two are probably going to kill me, but this is what I'm doing. You don't have to sell all three to one customer. So if five. you're going out there. Five. Oh, uh, five. five. <laughs> he wants you to sell five of them. We, yeah, no, <laughs> five, five, five. three different pools. Yeah. So five when, when you're going there, yeah, when you're going there and you're getting a pump and you sold the pump and you have it, right? You're going to be putting a filter down the line, or you might have a filter that you're going to be putting in or an ozone that you're going to be doing. So let's be smart businessmen and women here. And there's an opportunity for you to save this much amount of money, 400 bucks, right? That's a lot of money. That's a significant amount of money that you're able to save instantly. So let's plan ahead. And obviously, if you have the capital and you guys are okay, when you go out there, that's what you should be doing because I know that's what I'm going to be doing. Because why buy a pump, then buy a filter the next week, and then you go around and get the ozone later when you can get all three of them and do it that way. So be smart businessmen and women. I want to say something. So on the last podcast when you guys were here, I said something and I took a little bit of heat afterwards for saying it and i'm super excited about this ozone and i know i did not call it uv i said ozone and i said this with the pipeline filter john and i'm excited to have them come back and i'm trying to nail down a date because they were like first it was two weeks then it's four weeks so i'm gonna hold you guys to it you guys can't go more than 30 days without coming back to talk about that within four weeks for sure within four weeks I talked about it last time and I threw it and when we talk about the pipeline filter, I called out all the other manufacturers and said that they should be worried about it because it was a game changer. And I'm going to tell you this for everybody listening, watch for that ozone because it's going to be just as big as the pipeline filter, if not bigger because of what's been done to it and how it's going to allow every pool pro 
experienced or not in- experienced to be able to put one of those things in to everybody else out there? You better pay attention because that's the next game changing product out there. And it's patented too. And it's <laughs> <laughs> So any last words here? Normally we do final thoughts, but we ate up all of our time. I just want to really emphasize is that when you're doing a pump, if you do the pipeline filter with it and look at these savings, and we're going to do our part to get this available to you. We got sales sheets coming and maybe even some hydraulic calculators. Do a pump. It's just straight cost because it, it's required. It's the law. Mm-hmm. If you do the filter, it will pay for both of them. And that's a future message that we want to show. This is physics. This is not sales. Gotcha. Absolutely perfect. Mr. JJ, I apologize once again for throwing you under the bus last night at nine o'clock and completely messing up your day right in the middle of the day. I appreciate you coming on. And by the way, just to let you know, Leanne, let me have it. Because when I confessed to Leanne, she... I'm not kidding. She got mad at me and told me that Good. I was inconsiderate for doing Good, that. Because you I, are. I didn't know either. <laughs> I text Leslie when you said it yesterday. I was like, oh. It, <laughs> it, my, my thing is I can't tell them, guys. I can't tell them. It, it, it sent so. Todd and I diving for the airline app. When's our flight? <laughs> so anyways, I want to thank everybody coming to the podcast. Todd, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Steve, you've been nothing but an a- absolute amazing supporter of Pool Nation and everything that we do. And we appreciate your support. We appreciate all your years of service in the industry and how much passion you have for the industry. Everybody listen out there, come out and join me and John next Wednesday on the Instagram live. I hope you guys have a great weekend and we'll catch everybody on the next one. Have a great one. See ya. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Pool Nation podcast, a member of the Pool Nation family. You can listen to us live every Friday here at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central, and 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. You can find us at Pool Nation or PoolNationPodcast.com, on Facebook, or on Instagram at Pool.Nation. And to find more info about Pool Invoice, the billing software built specifically for the pool industry, go to PoolInvoice.com. Before you go, this is what the pool industry has been waiting for. PoolManUniversity.com. It's the first platform dedicated to learning the swimming pool service and repair industry. A pool service community where you can connect and find videos on business, service, water chemistry, and repairs. See you there at PoolManUniversity.com.